Good morning. Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist Church. It's good to see everyone this morning on this sunny day with all the rain we've had. We're glad you're here. If you are a visitor today, we want to extend a special welcome to you. And we would ask that you take a moment and fill out the visitor information found in your bulletin in this little tear out right here. If you'll just tear that out and drop that in the offering plate, fill out as little or as much information as you would like, but so that we have a record of your visit here today. Today is going to be a special day here at Bowling Springs Baptist Church, as every Sunday is, but today is Baptist Men's Day. So as you will see that the men of the church will be leading worship today, because I've never done this before, so I'm the start of the men's leading. We're going to have testimonies today um, by Justin Webb, Jay Washburn, and Lee Bryson. We're going to have our famous men's quartet with Tom Whitaker, Tim Quattlebaum, Harry Washburn, Tim Lancaster, and Mitch Guffey on the piano. And we're going to have a bluegrass band, which you have just heard. I got a few announcements. The preacher asked me to go over the uh, Lenten devotional project for 2020. All devotions have been taken. Um, they need to be turned into the church office by Friday, January 31st. Um, today at 5 p.m., our winter spiritual growth will be led by Dr. June Hobbs in the Fellowship Hall. That's 5 p.m. today. Um, Wednesday, 11 a.m., the uh, Bible study was going to be led uh, by Karen Penner. And so that'll be a good special Wednesday evening. Come out and see that. Uh, out Wednesday evening. <clears throat> Again, we welcome you to worship as we enter our 51st year of worship in this sanctuary building here at Bowling Springs Baptist Church. Good morning. Our opening hymn this morning is uh, hymn number one, Holy, Holy, Holy. So let's uh, stand as we sing. Hymn number one.
seated. I'd like to invite all the children down front for the children's sermon this morning. We already have a few, but we may have others. Come on, Georgia. Well, this morning, I'm going to ask you guys a question. We just sang a really good hymn called Holy, Holy, Holy. That was the same word repeated three times over and over in the hymn. And holy is a special word that we use not only in church, and it doesn't mean just holy like, you see this piece of paper here has holes in it? And it doesn't mean holy like it, things are holy like that, but it means holy means set apart, means special. And when we sing holy, 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 we sing it three times. And we want others to know, we want God to know how special that we think he is. Okay? That's why we sing that song, holy, 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 because we want to worship God, let him know how special we think he is. Well, I want to ask you a question this morning, and I need to ask this to the congregation, to the adults too. I want to teach us a song, and I think you guys will enjoy it. And can I ask you to stand up? I'm going to let them sit down. But can you guys stand up? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do a song, and I'm going to ask the adults to, um, to join with us on the motions. But uh, there's a few words that we need to know. And do you think they can do it with us? Is that okay? Can, can they? Okay. They can do it with us. All right. So I need you to do this. The, for big, I need you to go big like this. Can you go big? Put your hands out like that. I need them to do it too. Most of them are doing it. Okay. Big, strong, strong, go strong like this. Show your muscles. And mighty, go like this. Yeah, like that. Okay. Now I need you to do, now I need you to do mountains, mountains, make like a, make like a mountain, a river, like this with a river. Okay. And then, uh, let's see, the stars. That's the last one. Go like this. Go like that. For like the stars are shining. Okay. And the song, let me stand over here. That way I won't have my back to the church. So it goes like this. Okay. And if you know it, you can sing along. I don't know how many might know this or not, but it goes, my God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. The mountains are his. The rivers are his. The stars are his handiwork too. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. We sang a song called Holy, Holy, Holy that talks about God's bigness and God's greatness. And so this is another song, a fun children's song that we can sing together this morning. So are you guys ready? I don't think they're ready. Are you guys ready? Yeah. All right. You guys, you guys show them how to do it. We're going to sing along with me here. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. The mountains are his, the rivers are his, the stars are his handiwork too. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. And I'll add for you at the very end of it. All right. I have little pieces of paper because I know how much your parents would love to sing this song with you later. And you can stick this in your pocket or, or hold on to it. Can you do that? I'll give it to you when we leave. Okay. And you can give it to your parents. And maybe you can sing it as you go to bed or something like that. Okay. All right. I think they did pretty good. Don't you think? Yeah, I think you guys did pretty good, too. All right. Well, thank you, thank you for letting me teach you that song this morning. And that's something that we need to remember, no matter what age we are in here this morning, how big and how awesome and how mighty our God is and all the wonderful things he created as well. So thank you for letting me that morning. Let's close in prayer. God, I thank you for these children. I thank you for their families. 
and Lord, for their participation in worship this morning. God, we are so grateful that you are so big and strong and mighty, and there is nothing that you cannot do. We thank you for the mountains and for the rivers and for the beautiful stars that you created. Lord, your handiwork is all around us, and Lord, help us to never forget the wonderful things you've created. I thank you for these children and for each one that you've created in this place today. Lord, bless this service, and may it be pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, thank you for indulging me in that this morning. Hope you enjoyed that. I uh, want to mention a few concerns that we have before us this morning. Roger Webb went up to the hospital here in Shelby yesterday, thought it was a heart attack. It was not. They don't know exactly what's going on, but be remembering Roger and Marie Webb in your prayers. Uh, we'd be very grateful. Also, uh, appreciate Barbara Lale letting me know that Geraldine Humphreys, who is at White Oak, uh, fell this week and has a broken shoulder. She still has her positive attitude and chipper spirit in the midst of that, but be in prayer for her. She has had a very difficult week. And also Roger Humphreys. I'm glad to see Ellen here this morning, um, and he is continuing to recover. It's kind of slow and steady at home, but um, he very much appreciates your prayers and love and concern at this time. I failed to mention last week, and I need to mention, Joe Hamrick has been moved to Fairhaven Nursing Home. It's actually in Bostick. A prayer list says Forest City, but there are two Fairhavens now, from what I understand, and this is the one out 74 business out in the country there near Bostick. And again, that's Joe Hamrick. And be in prayer for that family as they experience these transitions. And then continue to remember Lana Hinkle as she is now receiving treatment. And um, there is a meal train, and there's a note, a note in your bulletin and on the slides about that as well. But we are glad that you're here today and like to extend, again, a welcome, as I know Paul uh, eloquently did earlier, to welcome us. And so, again, we're glad that you're all here. Let's go together now in a word of prayer. God, we thank you for this day. Lord, to wake up with breath in our lungs and to enjoy another day of mobility and to be able to come out to worship you today together as a community of believers, we give you praise. I thank, I'm thankful, Lord, for these children, and again, as I said, the families, and Lord, uh, just such excitement and, and uh, zest for life, and we thank you for that. Lord, as we now enter in this weekend, we certainly give you praise for the, for the people who are uh, continuing to move forward with areas of, of justice, and as we think about Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and we'll remember that tomorrow, Lord, for those who continue to fight for equality and um, for a better world, Lord, continue to bless all those who pursue that path. Lord, help us as your people to be examples of what that looks like. Lord, we lift up these whose names we've mentioned today. Father, we pray for those that are at home struggling. I think of my dad this morning as well as he's not doing well and I ask for your touch on his body. Lord, for others that are both at home in the nursing homes, some that are recovering from surgeries, we do pray for your renewed strength in their lives. I lift up those who were sharing this morning. I thank you for Justin Webb and for Jay Washburn, for Lee Bryson, and I ask your blessing on them, and Lord, I ask that you would speak through them and speak to us in ways that we need to be spoken to. Lord, may your spirit have freedom to move and to work in us, drawing each of us closer to you and to one another. Lord, bless the bluegrass group and the quartet, each aspect of this service. We thank you for Matt and his leadership with our music, and um, God, we commit this time to you. Lord, we lift up this week as many will be traveling and participating, doing different things in light of school and being out. And Father, we do pray for safety and we are mindful of all those who will be going their different ways this week. God, we love you. We commit this time to you. And Lord, may we say as we walk out this door today, it's good to have been in the house of the Lord. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
hymn this morning is uh, number 625, Standing on the Promises. So that means we need to stand. Let's uh, stand and sing together. Father, Lord, I just want to thank you so much for another beautiful day that you have given us. I just thank you for the opportunity we have to gather in your house and fellowship and worship with other brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, I just uh, thank you as we prepare to give back a little of what you have blessed us with, Lord. I just pray that we do so willingly and freely and joyfully. And Lord, I just, most of all, thank you for your son. I just thank you for the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness that you provide to us through him. And it's in Jesus' most heavenly and precious name I pray. Amen.
Good morning. I, uh, I've got a couple of good friends of mine, John and Tim Foreman. They're, um, they're in this band called Switchfoot. And I told them about, you know, Men's Sunday today and that they should come. And they, they really wanted to. I told them we was going to have Tom Whitaker on the bass. And they really wanted to come. But they, they had a schedule conflict and, and they couldn't make it. So they made this video for us here or whatever, you know. But actually, since I'm in the pulpit, I should probably be 100% honest, I, I don't really know the band Switchfoot really, but I'm sure that if I was to meet them that, that we would be good friends, you know. They, they really enjoy surfing, that's something they all like to do, and 
I would be willing to learn how to surf, so I'm sure we'd have a connection there, you know, immediately. Um, actually, no, I just wanted to, to share this video with you real quick. I don't, I don't have much to say, but I, uh, I found this over this past year, even this past summer, uh, cutting grass, singing this song or something, or putting up dishes at home, just, you know, worshiping. There's like se several lyrics uh, of this song that, uh, that I like. If you didn't catch it, life is short, I want to live it well. Um, Every breath that you take is a miracle. It reminds me that the, the breath of God breathing into to us, giving us life, that, that no matter if you're eight years old or you're 80 years old, that you matter to Jesus and that you can be of service to him. You know, um, every breath is a gift. Every day is, uh, is, is a part of God's grace uh, uh, to us in some way, shape, or form. I also like the line of the song that uh, I have one life, one love, one voice, one heartbeat, two hands to give, you know, and maybe that's enough. Often I feel like I can't do much. I'm just one person. I don't do much, you know, I feel like. But, you know, I want to see what God can do with one man that's totally surrendered to him. You know, I think he can do enough with it, you know, and that's what, that's what I want to be. Um, that, that's what I want to be. Um, one thing that amazes me, the older I get, the, 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 the more years that I live, um, I'm able to see God's goodness and God's faithfulness through different situations, through, um, through different periods and seasons of life that God provides. You know, God is always faithful. Uh, and he pro provides not just materially, but opportunities to, to learn and to grow, to experience new things, uh, relationships, to, to, to be able to, to meet new people, and, and, um, and also spiritually. I mean, he, he provides, provided his son for us, which is more than enough. I mean, all through life, God provides. I wanted to share one specific thing. I, I just felt compelled to do this, that uh, just to say thank you to God in a way. Um, God has provided for my family over the past year. Uh, early in 2019, maybe it's been about 10 months ago, I don't know, uh, after we had my second child, James, um, Stephanie and I, through some prayer, uh, uh, <laughs> And I don't, this isn't typical of me, like this was very hard. We took a step of faith and decided that Stephanie should resign uh, from her job of over 10 years at Isothermal Community College and leave a steady paycheck to work at home uh, so she could spend more time with the boys. And she's been doing some uh, uh, freelance marketing at home uh, for, for businesses. She she's doing really well and I'm very proud of her. And, uh, but you know, it was scary leaving something certain for something uncertain, you know, <laughs> what if she doesn't have enough work to do, you know, kind of thing. But week to week and month to month, God has provided for us and I, I trust that he still, still will. And, um, and because I see God's faithfulness, I know that I can trust him. And because of that, the life he's given me, I want to live it well for him, you know. Um, I want to close with one verse. I'll just share this verse. Over the last week, that's meant something to me. Uh, it's Isaiah 46.4. Isaiah 46.4. Even to your old age, I am he. I am Yahweh. Even when you turn gray, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. I will carry and I will save. And I know that I can keep trusting him all through life. That's all I have. Thank y'all. I love y'all, my church family. I appreciate y'all. It would make the rafters ring at that old
somehow Though the devil do really try to turn me around He's offered everything that's got a name All the wealth I want and worldly fame If I could still I wouldn't be another on my journey now if I could still, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Uh, good morning. I um, wanted to share a picture with you this morning. This is my beautiful wife, Jamie, and my daughters, Ella, who's four, and Claire is two. Um, they are such a huge part of my life and um, each every day that goes by and each experience that we share it's harder to, to describe it but somehow my love for them just grows and grows and grows. I heard a speaker at Casual once who said when you talk about, when you talk to other people you talk about the things that you love. I was thinking about my brother Brett and um, how he loves NASCAR. And um, throughout the season, week to week, he'll, he'll call me and um, he'll let me know the, the racetrack where they're racing and the, the city. And um, I can guarantee you, if you ask him today, he'll tell you that Chase Elliott's going to win the next race. <laughs> um, thought about my grandmother before she died. Um, she got to where she was, she liked watching the show Doc Martin. And um, I remember visiting with her and she would, she would want to tell me about what had happened on the, the latest episode. And dad, on Sundays, dad would joke with us to go and visit with her early because Doc Martin came on at six o'clock and whenever it came on, she would start turning the volume up on the TV till everybody stopped talking. <laughs> But um, as important as family or anything else is, the Lord continues to show me that the most important relationship is with Jesus Christ. I love Jesus, and as He leads me, and as He takes control, I find myself eager to share about what He's doing in my life and what I'm learning. I'd like to share a few recent examples. Thankful for Joel Dobbins and Justin Webb leading my Sunday school class and that I can study the Bible with people going through the similar challenges in life. Tim Quattabaum, who just finished leading Zach Dobbins and me in a small group Bible study called G3 and that, other, that others in the church are going through right now. And Alice Cullinan, who has been encouraging me to pray and to study my Bible every day. And there are many others that I could continue to mention, but I give these few personal examples and relationships happening in my life that um, previously I had been missing out on. And I credit Jesus at work in my life, in my life and in the lives of others in building these relationships and showing me that I can be a witness to others as others are a witness to me. It's amazing how the more I give of myself to obeying and trusting in Him, 
that he picks me up and leads me in everything that I do. One of my youth ministers, Neil Payne, once told us, I am going to let you down. It took me by surprise because I respected him so much. But the next thing he said was, don't let me be the reason that you're coming to church because I'm going to let you down. Let Jesus be the reason that you're coming to church. And so I'd like to challenge you today to daily trusting and obeying in Jesus and reading your Bible and prayer. And in closing, I'd like to share my favorite Bible verse, 1 Thessalonians 16 through 18. Be joyful always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Good morning. I tell you, I really love Baptist Men's Sunday. It's wonderful to hear how God is working in people's lives, Jay and Justin. It's wonderful to see different gifts on display with our men's quartet. Last year, I got the privilege to be a part of it as well. I got to give my testimony before Rusty Sprout gave the message, and I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, uh, Lee, you got any notes or anything? I said, yeah, man, I got a few, so what about you? He said, nah, I like to go up there naked. But... Uh, <laughs> Most of y'all be pleased to know that I have some notes this morning. I didn't walk up here naked. So, so just bear with me, and we'll get through this. So if you have your Bibles, I'm going to be reading to Romans 12, 1 through 8. But I kind of want to give you a little background of what, how this God led me to this message. Growing up, working for my dad, um, who's a plumber, one of my jobs was to get the tools. To being younger, I would run back and forth to get the tools. And what I began to realize is, depending upon the job that you would do, it required different tools. Like, say the same, the tools to change the sink may be different to work on a hot water heater. And just as there's different tools for different jobs, the Bible tells us there's different gifts for different people. So now, Romans 12, 1 through 8. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you should, but think with rather with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as one of one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ Jesus, though many form one body, and each member belongs belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is a teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So, hold on a second here, Paul. You're telling me that we're not all blessed in the same way because I, I, don't, I don't know if I believe that because the God I believe, if he's going to do it for them, he's going to do it for me. But 
as I've dove into this, that's really not the case. I'm going to, let's look at another account of this in the Bible. If you have it, flip to Matthews 25, 14 through 30. And I'm not going to read all of this because it's pretty long, but it's the parable of the bags of gold and it comes from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And so what it basically says is there's a master who leaves and entrusts his wealth to three servants. To one servant, he gave five bags of gold. To the other, he gave two. And to one, he gave one, each based off their abilities. The men with five bags invested it and gained five more. And when the master came back, he said, well done, good and faithful servant. The man with two invested his and gained two. Master again said, well done, good and faithful servant. The man with one was scared to lose what he had, so he buried it. So when the master returned, he said, so I was afraid and went out and hid your gold. See, here's what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposits with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. For whoever does not have, even when they have, will be taken from them. And this brings me to my first point. You have to be willing to invest and grow your gift. It doesn't matter if you have the right tools. If I have the right tools and go into somebody's house and fix the problem, it's not just that. It requires action. And when you start to develop your gift, you will realize that God will bless you with more along the way. Which goes back to Romans verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And that is your true and proper worship. God, I know you have blessed me. Now, I want you to use me. I'm here as a sacrifice. Use me to glorify your kingdom. Verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing pleasing will. See, this is a warning right here. Some of us have the right tools, but we're trying to do a different job. It says that we are all blessed in different ways, but we constantly compare ourselves in this society. We live in a world that is so competitive, and on your phone or computer, you can follow somebody's life, and it is a total reminder of how God did not bless you or chose to bless someone else. And if we focus on that, you start feeling less about yourself, like I'm not as good, like I'm a nobody. But I'm here to tell you, God didn't die for a nobody. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, to give you faith, to give you hope, and a future to not harm you. And you will call upon me, and I will make your path straight. See, somebody we're all different from each other because we have a different purpose and the tools that he gifted you with are not going to be the same tools that he gifted me with because we have a different job to do and if we constantly focus on the difference yes we are different but that's not the purpose once we realize and see what it says here is you would then you will be able to test and approve god's will i like that because you may not get it right the first time this life is a process. It's not a race. It's a marathon. It's some trial and error. You will be able to test and approve God's will. You may not get it right the first time, but you keep trying. You're saying your body is that living sacrifice. You keep moving forward. So, verse 3, For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you should, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. And so, this is a warning from Paul. 
God gave you that gift, He can take it away too. Verse 4, For just as each one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Greek Christ Jesus, though one form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. This is, I think, what Paul is trying to say here is don't focus on the difference. I know we're different. We were created that way, and we're always going to be different. It doesn't matter who you voted for, what gender you are, what you believe in. We need each other to form one in Christ Jesus. Verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And it's not just doing it. It's not just about taking action, but it's in how you do it. I can remember through my educational career at Springmore Crest in Charlotte that the best teachers were were not one that just taught you the subject and give you a good grade, but the ones that took an extra effort to understand you and to mold you into a young man and to a young woman and who truly cared about you. It wasn't just how what they did, it was how they practiced their passion and the ways that they shaped you. Um, and a, a scripture I want to close with is 1 Peter 4.10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God in various forms. What, we are all different in this room. Whatever he has blessed us with, it is our duty to serve one another and form that one body in Christ Jesus. Let me pray for us. Dear Lord, I thank you for this special Sunday where we see so many gifts and talents on display. God, I pray for that person in here that maybe feels like a nobody, that doesn't know their gift, that's going through something. I pray that they know that, we, that you tell us before we were in our mother's room, you had a plan for us, plans to give us hope and a future and that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I pray that we all call upon you, give, submit ourselves to you as a living sacrifice, and that everything we do bring honor to glory in you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lee, and thank you, Jay and Justin. As Matt comes to lead our closing hymn this morning, just share a thought that, Lee, that I thought of as you were sharing. First of all, let me say this to all the men who shared this morning. Isn't it great to see some young men that are growing in their relationship with the Lord and offering what God's doing the over the abundance, uh, you know, out of the outflow of the, of the heart, you know, the mouth speaketh. And uh, it's great to see what God is doing in the lives of these young men. And it's also a testimony to some other men that are in the church that are investing in these young men and that are speaking into their lives. And so I praise the Lord for the, for the big picture uh, of what that looks like in, in each of their lives and in our church family. Uh, this last week, or actually two weeks ago, we've had a dr some dryer issues at our house, Lee, and I was thinking about you when you were talking about tools, and I gathered the best tools that I had at the house. I needed one tool, but I, I could make do with what I had. But I didn't have the knowledge to do what needed to be done, and it was an appliance, like I said, the dryer. And so I called Bobby Pyron. Many of you know him in the community. Many of you have called him before. I'm promoting Bobby Pyron, I guess, this morning. But he told me exactly what to do. I said, Bobby, I got the tools and I got the, the willingness to fix this. I think I know what the problem is. He said, this is what you do. He, he talked to me. He walked me right through it. 
and I did exactly, I mean, he told me what to do, did exactly what he told me to do, I fixed the problem, and Renee wasn't as impressed as I was with myself. Um, but I even called her in there, I said, go in there and look at it, and she's like, no, I'm good. I said, I fixed the dryer, but again, she wasn't as impressed. But the point being is that, yes, I had the right tools, and then again, uh, Lee, is I had someone speak into me, you know, I had someone tell me and guide me exactly how to do that. And I just want to encourage you to echo what many of the, the men have said here uh, this morning is that I hope you have those people that are speaking into your life. And then the second piece of that is whose life are you speaking into? And so just want to challenge you with that this morning. We're going to close with a song that is familiar to many of you. It's called The Servant Song. It is not in your hymnal, but the lyrics will be on the screen. If you are here today and maybe you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'd love to talk with you and pray with you. And let, let today be a day that you'll never forget, a day that will change your life forever. If you're here today and desire to grow in your relationship, or maybe you just need to, to pray at the altar, the, the uh, altar is open and would encourage you to come and to pray. If you're here today and desire membership at Boiling Springs Baptist, the invitation is open to you as well. Let's stand and sing this song. Let the words and the spirit uh, of our Lord speak to you as we sing.
Yeah. 